fellow winers and welcome to another episode of a little something to wine about with your host Siobhan Camille and Ta'e Michelle where we wine while we wine w-i-n-e about life relationships culture and more because sometimes you just need to wine a little it is third Wednesday which means we whining with the guys and we brought back two guys that we all seen before in different episodes, but we got we got a Mims in here. He was on our on our uh, being a mama's boy. We talk about mama's boys, and we got my my brother Shatan Clark on here. You know, he gave everybody his his uh bumble his bio, his, bio, his whole profile. So we did <laughs> when we did. Let's talk about sexy. So check those out if you haven't seen them. And today we got the guys on. We're gonna be talking about feelings. All Ooh. these feelings. feelings. <laughs> you know, that's what we so we're gonna do this. All right. So grab a glass of your favorite red, white, rose, sparkling apple cider, whatever you gotta do. Water. All good water, non-alcoholic. Just join us on the couch. We's here, everybody. We hope you have had a wonderful week as we have begun the best month of the year, Black History Month. And as you know, for this month, we have decided to kind of get away from our regularly scheduled program where we do one brand. And we have decided to honor this month with choosing wines by us. So... That's what's going to be featured on the whole wonderful month of February. And in March, we have something very special coming up too. So if you want to know what's going on with us, follow us at Instagram on Instagram at a little something, the number two, wine about. Um, but before we get into this episode about and get all up in and under and around our feelings, Siobhan, let us know what your Wine, you know, so that. <laughs> so this this for the culture wine that we got. Um, it's by House of Brown. It is a Chardonnay, a 2020 Chardonnay. Um, it says crisp and clean. Our Chardonnay showcases aromas and flavors of guava, gooseberry, lemon, verbena, and a touch of tropical fruit. So I'm looking forward to this Chardonnay and testing this out. Um, for those who don't know, House of Brown is a second label under the Brown Estates of Napa Valley, California, and it is, um, Brown Estates is Black-owned, and uh, House of Brown is, promotes themselves as being produced by women of color, so, you know, it's not just, it's not just about the, the for the, we for the cultures, but it's not just about the black peoples all the time. But you know, we we come in various shades of the brown, the brown sugars, the chocolates. So that's what I'm on. Blues, you know, the 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 light the albinos, the light skinned yeah. <laughs> I, I got sisters that's that color, so and kids, so yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and the funny thing is, ladies and gentlemen, unbeknownst to one another. We actually chose the same wine. 
know, as you guys know, we like popping grapes around here and we do not discuss what wines we're getting um, beforehand. And it just so happened that we both chose the same wine. So coincidence? Yes. Good coincidence? Yes. So awful women power on this one, girl power, black girl magic. That's not the wine, but we, we operating under the black girl magic, okay? And unison and coming together and all of the good stuff. So before we get into this topic, fellas, y'all want to say hey to the peoples and welcome back. I'm going, ahead, bro. So that's all. Uh, I didn't even know this was happening. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and uh, my drink of choice today is, you know, the, you know, when people go out the country, you always say, go bring me back a bottle of that white henny. Here we go. So, cheers to uh, black folk who drink white henny. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I'm drinking a, a protein drink, you know, created by um, Mike Rashid, uh, Planta. It's a plant protein based, uh, you know. Uh, 30 grand, uh, 20 grams of protein, uh, as uh, Mike Rashid is definitely a brother. And, uh, you know, follow him on everything. And it's called Ambrosia. And yeah, plant, planter. You know, they got a whole bunch of different flavors. They got about 15 flavors. This is peanut butter cup, you know, and it's it's tasty. Yeah. You about to drink your species. That's better. <laughs> you about to drink your species. Yeah. Okay. I'm, hey, I'm here for it. I do protein shakes in the morning. They not that fancy. There you go. Good. There you go. So, yeah. so wait, what's what's the what's the gentleman's name that we're on this um call with? That's, that's my no, best don't, friend. No, don't even start. Don't start. What's it? What's his name? Still Arian. That's my name. His, don't his name is what? I. That's not his name. Why? Yeah. Oh, he's saying he doesn't know who you are. That's that's, why, that's, why? that's not my name. Listen, this is the same reason why we got kicked out of uh, health class. Health class? No, because you lying to the folks still. You still lying to the people. Your name is not Aria. Your name is Cody. See, this is exactly the reason why we got kicked out of health class. All right, you know what? We're not gonna, we're not gonna start this today. I'm not gonna argue with you about stuff. what you think your name is because your name is not Aria. But I don't want to. You know what? That's my something to whine about, but we ain't gonna talk about it right now. Let's. I'm gonna let these folks go, ladies. I'm sorry. Listen, I'm not gonna do this with y'all. I'm not going back to middle school with y'all. I'm not going to high school. With I'm not doing this with you two. I'm not doing this with you two. Okay. He can be Cody. He can be Ariane. He can be a Mims. He can be Mims. He can be my Yeezy. He can be what he wants to be as long as he's on the show. As long as he's on the podcast. We can adjust names. We can put slashes. People do that all the time. Right. Singer slash dancer. Right beside his sister. AKA, AKA, BKA. BKA. Next show, I have a whole list of names. That's right. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Okay. So let's jump right into it. Gentlemen, tell us. Feelings, do you have them? Big bro first. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the simplest of questions. Right. I mean, yeah, we got feelings. Um, it's definitely something that a lot of men don't like to talk about. It's definitely something that I tried to get more in touch and in tune with 
as I've gotten older and um, definitely with the within the last relationship that I was in, something that I expressed more and got more in tune with and touch with. I think that our feelings definitely get shut down and pushed to the side a lot. And we either don't talk about it or we don't want to talk about it or all of the above, but it's definitely there and we just mask it. Yeah. Um, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. It's a lot of times we, you know, we definitely have feelings, but a lot of times I feel like we do mask our feelings um, just because like sometimes, you know, either history shows or, or past thing or past personal past things that we actually go through kind of um, shows us like, Hey, we can go ahead and, and be vulnerable, but then, it'll come back and bite us to the point where it's like, you know, well, why share those thoughts and feelings with, you know, with our friends, family, or significant others. And so, um, so you become hesitant and then you start to start to bottle those things up. But every once in a while, you might find somebody close to you, like my brother, I can go ahead and be talk and we can express that to one another. And it's no judgment at all there, but you know, you like to actually, you know, sit down and talk to your significant other and hopefully and know that, what you share is not going to be used against you. So, right. like I said, sometimes you know your feelings do get bottled up, or our feelings get bottled up, and we're not quite sure how to to express them without the with the uh, you know knowing that you know it's going to come back later on to bite us. Right. Well, that's so, something. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do, you that's, do you think that that's something that you? And I, I ask this because I've I've known these gentlemen a long 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 time um but do you think that that's something that you this this fear to express or this unwillingness to express emotions that a lot of men have where do you think that that comes from and from from your personal experiences where has that come from because you know michelle and i and 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 a mims cody ariane him do you right here yeah. Uh, triple P on the shirt. I'm not gonna say what the P's are. If y'all, if you're not watching, please come on over to YouTube on this in, on this episode, okay? But <laughs> three P's in the corner. Um, we're all raising sons. You know what I mean? My I have boys in my house who have emotions, and I I don't tell them to quench to to quench them or squash them. So I'm wondering at what point, when, where, and how to an extent does that change because we all have emotions right all human beings but men aren't men don't tend to express that but men were boys once who did so where is that transition the transition starts early transition starts uh, me being a, a a teacher transition starts second or third grade for everything um more third than fourth grade, but, but more third than second grade, but for everything. After second grade or during second grade and third grade, you, as a person, you start to become aware of your surroundings, aware of, of self. Um, and then if, if when you become aware of self and then you see that, you know, just to take it for school and, and the school aspect, you see that less hands go up to be raised. When you're in kindergarten, everybody wants to answer a question, whether they're right or wrong. Everybody's like, oh, I know the answer. You know what I mean? And they are way off base, okay? But- It's a problem right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. 
<laughs> and so, but then once you get older, you um pe- people start to you start to have doubt because people start to put that on you. Like, what are you talking about? They can't do that. And seeing adults tell boys, you know what I'm saying, toughen up. You got you got to be strong. You can't do this. You can't do that. Uh, you acting like a girl. A lot of fathers still sell, tell their boys, oh, you acting like a girl or you doing this or you doing that, you know, and it starts there with something small, minute. Uh, a, a baby is one, two years old. He's crying because for something. And, he was, and fathers say, yo, stop that crying, man. Crying like a girl. Da, 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 da. You know, and if you begin to look up to that person that is that is your father figure or any type of figure, then you begin to say, okay, well, I can't do this because if I do this, then I'm going to get chastised and I won't be able to express what's wrong with me and say why. And I don't have a, I don't have a children. I don't have a kid. I don't have any of that. But that's just from me talking or seeing other friends that do have kids and them and me hearing them say that. I'm like, yo, bro, you can't say that because there's multiple reasons on why you can't say that or why you shouldn't say that more than just your son is not going to want to express themselves, but also your son can then create, then creates a persona of, well, I'm better than a girl because I don't cry so on and so forth. And you don't want to do that. if we're trying to move and be more progressive in that order or in that, in that flow. So it's just, it starts, it starts early with small things. Somebody's fall and scrape and bump they need. And, oh, you being a baby, suck it up. You know what I mean? Those, those little things add up and compound every day. Then you got friends. And then you might have five classmates that say the same thing to you. So you don't want to cry in front of them or be sad in front of them or be upset in front of them because you are aware of self in second and third grade. So now you're like, okay, I, I want to be in a different pecking order for, for life, right? So I think that's where it, where it starts. Names? Well said, you know. Um, <laughs> but you know, being a, being the father of a 12 year old and then also being a, a, a martial arts instructor with a lot of young kids and, um, and you know, just being within the community, asking yourself and out loud, a lot of you, you know, yes, we're always so, yeah, yeah, suck it up. Don't be like this. Don't, you know, you being a cry or you express your emotions and all that. And one thing I always tell my son is express yourself. That's one thing I've always heard, you know, coming up in my youth. And, you know, my mission as of like the last couple of years is really break that generational curse. No, express yourself. How do you feel? How does this make you feel? Why? Let's talk about it. Just because you know you're you're actually expressing your feelings doesn't mean that you won't have to. Uh, um, doesn't make you any lesser of a man or or a young man in this case. Um, just Monday, we had a young man in my uh, martial arts class. He was testing for his white belt, and kid knows everything that he needs to know. And um, but before he went out on the floor, actually when he was coming out, go ahead. They started to tear up, so I just pulled him off to the side and asked him what was going on. You know, he was just like, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, um, 
you know, I wanted it just to break down and show my, you know, my thumb and cry right in there, but couldn't because I didn't want to look like I was, you know, a punk in front of my friends and my classmates. I'm like, nobody cares about it. Black, you got to be confident. So, and um, and just do it. always try your best. And if you go ahead and you shed tears out on the, on the floor, it's all right. It's all right. You know, it's all right for a man to show show his emotions. And just like my brother said, you know that. It's installed into these kids' heads around second and third grade and to the point where, oh, man, I don't want to express myself at all. So like I said, I, me and my son, we constantly have these conversations about, you know, sharing your feelings. And I, I always let them know, like, who cares what the world says? Everybody's going to have their opinion regardless, right? Express yourself. Because if you want to let that self bottle up, you know, day after day, after week, after month, after year, they eventually explode and it, the outcome not may not be what you needed to be or what be what you expected to be. It may be completely negative, you know, to the point where you either harming somebody or harming yourself. And so um I always tell them just express. So just talk about it. You know, and that's the best way to get all that off your chest and but who, who cares? Everybody's gonna have their opinion, but it, it doesn't it doesn't matter as long as, you know, like I said, you're just talking about whatever issue that you might be going through at that point in time. So, okay, that's good. So, um, I, I have boys. <laughs> three boys, three girls. Um, and that is something that we do as a whole. Tell them, man up, stop crying. But not only do we tell our girls this, boys this, we tell our girls this. Um, but do you think, in my personal opinion, I feel like we do this one to protect ourselves also to teach our children i think we try to teach our children to protect themselves by protecting their feelings but it's not communicated in its proper way and i think over generations part of history is a big part of that you know because back in the day slavery our parents ain't had time to sit you know their parents didn't have time to sit down with them and say okay well tell me how you feel no, massa ain't going for that, cut it out, you know? And I think it trickled over, you know, from generation to generation until now we are able to say, well, wait a minute, what Zola, it's not right. And red flags are going off everywhere. However, um, I feel like we may be going from one extreme to another, where now everybody wants to tell everything on how they feel about everything and everybody is supposed to accept it. Where do you all think the balance is going to be or is it even possible to have that balance? Because, you know, you want your, as a male, you want, you know, and as a woman raising boys, we want to teach them to be, we are going not want to we go, we are going to teach them to be strong. Um, to communicate their feelings, but also that I guess the question would be the balance. Do you think that there can be a balance? And right now I feel like we're going to the extreme of one. We went from here, now we're going here. The middle. Is anybody teaching the middle? Go ahead, go ahead, bro. No, that's not gonna take that one first. That's actually check. I think about that one. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> I um, I think I think the middle 
the middle is what comes from home. The middle is what comes from uh, uh, seeing a healthy, stable relationship. The middle comes from that because um, I've been learning a lot about, um, lately a lot about um, um, the Igbo people. Um, and a lot of it is the same thing, yin and yang, light and dark, you know what I'm saying? The, the, the masculine and the feminine, right? And having, when you have them, you can't have masculine without femininity, right? Because the femininity is the soft spot part, right? Not meaning that we're soft men, meaning I'm able to treat my woman now, now, yes, I'm, I'm, go I'm going further, but I'll come back. But I'm able to treat my woman in a, in a polite way or in a way that makes her feel loved. Now, that like I, now, what I was saying is in order to do that, in order to instill that in our, in our boys so they understand that, yes, it's okay to be able to express yourself, but you also need to be able to be self-sufficient and self-learning, right? So um, you, you can have, so you can have, uh, because I, I express myself to the people that I need to express myself to without an issue, right? But I also can go out into the street and if somebody hurts my feelings, I'm not gonna sit there like, oh my God, you hurt my feelings so bad and I can't believe you did that to me. Why did you say that? Ah, da, 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 da. Pull right. out my phone, I'm gonna record it, put it on social media. Oh my God, blow this up into something that it doesn't. Right, that is not, right, exactly. I don't need to do that, right? Because that, because I have my own self-esteem, self-awareness that, that was built from the ground up. So sometimes, a lot of times, people are still seeking those validations from other people. And that's why I say it starts from home because I'm validated with my dad. I'm validated with my mom. You know what I mean? I grew up in a single parent household. I grew up with my dad, but does not mean that my mom was not a part of my life. You know what I'm saying? I still had conversations with my mom. I still talk with my mom. I still have a great relationship with my mom, all of those things. And I still was able to get those from my mother. You know what I mean? So when you have both of those influences, which I feel like us as a culture in a community, we are getting, we are seeing that there are more of that than there are not, which is portrayed most of the time, right? So we can see that that's there, right? And so once we understand that, then we can get to the medium. There's, I, I just, I feel like there is always going to be those, those people that are going to be the extreme. Of course, <laughs> of course, of course, of course. I um, respect. so what are some techniques that? Well, hold on, I want to hear what Mem says. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I really can't. I, I, I won't even piggyback on that because that was well said. No. Well, I'm gonna just say this then to that point that Shatan made. Um. 
I think that's the issue with the world in the general is that that balance doesn't exist, period. Like, I think everything is one extreme or another. And we've, we've lately, it's been a theme, talk about masculinity and femininity. That's, that's really it's what- It's a thing in the world right now. It's like- it's, But that's how we started this year, really, was mm -hmm. femininity and then masculinity. And last week, we talked about mothers, real mothers versus deadbeat moms. And because that's not talked about either. And that- been increasing unfortunately these past it, it's things. being shown it's always and there I, it's but it's still like, I didn't say it wasn't there I said it's been increasing the <laughs> no, awareness has been shown, increasing right? the awareness has been increasing but yeah. I also yeah. think that it has been increasing okay. um because again like I know I knew she, clearly I know these my brother and my best friend like I knew Shatan had a single father <laughs> hey Mr. Clark <laughs> um <laughs> But uh, we don't the principal. We're one, Mr. Clark. I, oh no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, um, but I say that because I think that's the point. Is I think we are getting to the point, at least in the black community, where people are acknowledging that both are important. I think for a long time, black men were often pulled out of the family or they left the house, either voluntarily or or not. And women had to hold a brunt and were like, yo, I can do it all by myself. I, I, they couldn't. They were like, they couldn't. Their daughter saw them struggle and said, I'm not going to struggle like my mother. I can do this by myself. That then started a generation of, I don't need no man. Now we are getting to the point. And then those children of the I don't need no man group were like, well, I see you struggling. And even if you claim you don't need one, I need some help. I don't, I don't want to do this by myself. And that then went to the extreme of, I don't want to do this by myself, but I ha I still want to be independent. And then you had a generation of women using men. Then you had a generation of, I feel like now it's, it's a split. You have the women who are like, yo, I'm going to walk out. I'm going to do what dudes did and I'm leaving the kids. And you have the women that are like, we need to find the balance. And you have, I think, men doing the same thing who are now you got the whole red pill gang going their own way, whatever. But you also have men that are like, yo, I want to build this community. And I think it comes down to whether you are in a co-parenting, a child of co-parenting or nuclear or whatever. We need both because we have both. I think, and I've said this literally all year pretty much thus far, men and women both have testosterone and estrogen. The levels may be different, but we have both. We are that yang. We are that yang. We are that balance. Um, I to mean, you have to one another and to ourselves. And to, ourselves. And to yeah. ourselves. You have to be able to say, okay, you know what? I'm strong in this moment and he's weak in this moment. That's okay. As a woman, that's okay. As a man, I'm strong in this moment. She's weak in this moment. And that's Okay. I think we have, we have to, and we're, we're working past this. I see this, but we have to come to a point where we're no longer denigrating men who show their softer side, you know, their estrogen side, their feminine side, because they have it. And the same way that we cannot denigrate women for showing their feminine side, because again, it's still derogatory when people are like, oh, girl, you're so emotional, because as Michelle said, even girls are now taught, you got to be harder. You got to be harder. You can't do that. That's just the Black community in general that needs to change. Right. You cannot be hard. And for the other side, with guys, you know, telling a woman, why oh, are you too strong, man? You too strong. You don't need no, you too strong. 
we can't do that because she learned how to stand on her own in a world that she probably had to. I mean, unless you telling me she got married at 18 right out of high school, some dude took care of her. She was going to have to take care of herself through her 20s more than likely. And we can't keep victimizing men with this toxic masculinity stuff either. There has to be a balance. And that balance is acknowledging that we are all, all of that. We are all soft. We are all masculine and feminine. We are all estrogen and testosterone. We are all... It's, we all have feelings. <laughs> yes. Um, so, with, as we know, some things, uh, with these things, well, for the, I want to, and I'm going to say normal for like a lack of better word, because I feel like the normal, rational community that is we, we get suppressed in society by the extremists. And us mm. in the middle are like, wait, whoa, hold up. Neither one of y'all makes sense. That's <laughs> like both of y'all sound stupid. Um, so because of that, that that's another reason for this podcast, just to kind of give us another voice, like, hey, 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 rationality. Woo. Um, what are some techniques? Because I'm hearing that both of you are in a teaching uh aspect of some sort. Um, what are some techniques that you may have um you know, imply or implement it or uh, uh, practice when dealing with um, boys that are coming up that don't know how to, don't know how to literally like verbalize or communicate their emotions. You know, um, I have a son, my, my, my middle boy, he gets very, very, very angry to the point where I had to learn how to, I had, I had anger issues as a child too. So I had, to, it had, had, it made me to recall, it forced me to recall some of the techniques that I had to go through to get control over myself. However, my parents looked through my behind too, so that was different. <laughs> um, different times, different times. Look, look, different times also. <laughs> where with him, it was, that's not going, that didn't help him. That, it helped, it helped a little bit, but it didn't get the point across that needs to be got across. So I recall some of the techniques that I learned um, and that I could recall and try to implement it with him. Those didn't work either. So I had to come up with my own. So they, they did. I had to come up with my own to get to him when he gets to that point. Um, and a lot of part of that was vocabulary, verbiage, you know, uh, so I'm saying, what are some techniques that you may use to get the boys or girls, if you interact, you know, how whoever you interact with, but more, more specifically, boys, a male child to verbalize um, their emotions and, and like, how do you support them in that? If that makes sense. I hope I was kind of like a little bit of earlier. Yeah, it was, it was a little, a little weird, but okay. Um, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> it, it was there, but we got it, we got it, we got it. Yeah. So, um, I'm dyslexic too, so I, my brain works that way. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. No, I think uh, one way of doing that is just one finding that neutral ground, right? 
So figuring out what exactly that kid may like, right? And so they're upset. So you figure out or what's that, you know, whether it's a video game, whether it's you know, playing basketball, playing football, throwing the ball around, whatever, and trying to figure out that neutral ground. And then, you know, trying to figure out what analogy best fits that scenario they're going through right now. Um, and more importantly, opening up yourself. Just be honest with, you no, know, you know, being able to relate to the situation. And being, you know, that's it, completely honest about it. Hey, man, I, I went through the situation you know, when I was your age, and this is how I, this is how I felt. And I ain't gonna say I know how you feel. And that's one thing we definitely gotta get away from saying. Say I know, but I have an understanding. Or I might understand how where you're coming from right now, based off, you know, what you're telling me. But um, just trying to find that neutral ground is one thing. Um, one thing I have the kids do as far as in martial arts at the dojo is um, once, you know, they come in, usually they come in high energy, but some kids come in and it's real low. What is that? What's going on? You know, and they're not really doing the thing like they want to. So I usually take that one off to the side and like, what's going on? So put your gloves on and then hit the bag. How are you feeling right now? Mad. Why are you mad? Because my, because uh, so-and-so on the bus took my hat and was throwing around. Um, so what did you do about it? You know, and they just start talking and opening up about the situation. And I was like, you have to understand that you can talk about these situations, you don't have to follow it up. And so, um, like I said, there's, that's maybe one of the few things I would do as far as having, helping that child actually just, you know, get that out. Just like one relating, and truly like expressing how that is. And not only when you do that, you actually, it's kind of almost self-healing itself. Cause like you might still deal with those traumas to this day. And then while you talking to him, talking to this young man about it, it's like, oh wow, I still have some healing to do myself, but I can, we can do this together. And show them like, hey, we, you're not in this alone. We can still do this together. So you're sharing this, your story, your, your issue with this young man, and he's doing the same thing. And the more he more he hears, like, wow, wow, this is a grown man with these things, these situations. Let me open up more, let me talk more about it. And so um like I said, she's trying to kind of find that mutual ground where the, what's going to really make them relax to be able to talk to you about the situations that they're dealing with. So, I mean, that's a couple of things that I, I might do. She's talking about you. How you yeah. see that? That was great. That was amazing because that's, that's exactly the same thing that I was going to say. You know, it's, it's all about the question because a lot of times with the with children in general, they don't get to speak, right? Definitely in our culture, it's, you know, seen and not heard, you know what I mean? Um, so they have lots of things that they've seen and, and want to talk about or whatever, but they can't talk about it because they're not supposed to or they're told not to. So giving them the opportunity to be able to express themselves and ask them, how was your day? What's going on? Treating them as a person, right? Instead of just a, a, a child gives them the opportunity or the ability to be like, ah, okay. And then they can talk about some stuff and, and, and get it off of their chest. Whereas a lot of times, most people, you know what I mean? Not saying you, but parents are like, no, no, stop doing just- that. Don't do that. Why are you doing that? Why are you so mad? You so, you such, why are you being a bad kid? You're so bad. Oh my God. You know, and we as teachers are taught nowadays, you know what I'm saying, 
no kid is a bad, no student is a bad student, right? We tried to re reiterate that to all the teachers. No student is a bad student because if I'm constantly being told that I'm a bad student and that's how I get my attention, then that's the way I'm going to react or that's the way I'm going to act. Um, and then that way I can then get what I need. For instance, uh, I told I try to I try to make this story quick. When I was an intern, um, when I was in high school, this is when I realized that I wanted to be a teacher. Um, I went back to my my middle school, and there was a student there at the time who was in kindergarten, first grade, and the teachers were coddling him. Right, he was like going a little crazy. I was coddling him. And they was like, oh, well, just calm down, just calm down, just calm down. And I stepped in and I said, yo, can I try? And um, they said, sure. You know, and it was a group of women of a different hue. And I said, can I try? They said, yes, but he has all of these labels, right? And I said, okay. So I took him off of their hip and I said, I'm going to take him outside. So I took him outside the classroom. I said, what's going on? He just looked at me and I said, do you want to do the work? He shook his head. Yes. I said, do you want to do the work by yourself? He shook his head. Yes. I said, okay, this is how you do it. These are the instructions. He said, he looked at me again. I said, I'm going to be right out. I'm going to be right inside the classroom on the other side of the door. If you need my help, knock on the door, open the door and I'll come out and help you. Um, he would, he, the, the, I want to say maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes later, he knocked on the door or he opened the door. I said, you need my help? And he showed me his paper. He was done and it was all done correctly. And the only thing he wanted to do was do it himself, but they wanted to hold him and treat him as a baby. You know what I mean? And he was like, I don't need that. I, you know, so I, it's giving them the opportunity to be able to express themselves and do what everybody else is trying to do or do what they need to do and tell you what's wrong without you, without somebody casting judgment on them. And that's the biggest thing. I think it's interesting with that because, and we were talking earlier before you came on about a situation going on with my would-be stepdaughter <laughs> and how children um, of melanin hued of, of certain hue are viewed <laughs> in this world, you know, right. and by whom and by whom, because studies have been done and shown that, for example, black girls are never really seen as girls. They're always like past the age of eight, you're a woman. What? Mm -hmm. Like, and when it comes to boys, I think in the black community, and that's in society as a whole, that's in society as a whole. Your eight-year-old daughter apparently is never ever a victim of anything because she did it because she's got the maturity and knowledge and know-how at eight. But these are the same people who say, again, black people can endure four times the amount of pain because whatever. Um, but when it comes to boys, I think that that I've seen it too, I've seen two sides to that. I've seen non-black people coddle black boys whereas black teachers black female teachers even do not like no we black teachers black female teachers will raise or will teach those boys the way they would teach their own sons which is not that way 
and it's i think a lot of it still goes back to black men black boys are boys forever until they're not until it's inconvenient for them to be you know what i mean like black males are little children who can't do until they do something crazy kill somebody shoot somebody stab somebody rob somebody even in even at like nine because then they're adults they knew better but if you get a well-behaved black male then oh he's but he's a child like he's a child i don't it's a weird dichotomy in the mental of certain people but i think that that speaks to the point of feeling because it's hard to know where to feel sometimes male or female but i feel like it's hard to know where to feel or what to feel depending on who you're around and how they're treating you um and i i have my question to you all because i've, I've known y'all a long, long time um mm -hmm. and for clarification to everybody when he said he went back to our middle school and then brought up a kindergartner our middle school was k through 12 k through eight at the time so mm -hmm. there there was our school was a k through eight just just to put that out there. And I was like, middle school, kindergarten. Oh, I mean, yes, but people aren't going to get that. That's why. Right. Let's put that kindergarten. <laughs> um, but I've known both of y'all since middle school. Uh, and I will say that I've never felt like y'all couldn't. I, <laughs> I feel like I got the real deal Holyfield with y'all, okay? Mm -hmm. Emotionally, and, and not even just I could be emotional with y'all. I've had conversations with both of y'all that I'm like, yo, he's hurt. Yo, he's like in pain. Like, yo, this, even whether crying or not crying, whether, right. whether happy or sad, I've seen the breadth of y'all's emotions, okay? And I feel like men do that. And I say this as a woman who y'all know, y'all know me, y'all know who I grew up around. <laughs> I had a lot of guy friends, right? All my male friends came to me, y'all dumped y'all emotions on me. Then y'all went to y'all girlfriends and they dumped y'all emotions on them chicks. So, so I'm asking this from that, but, right. and I've, but I've also been, and that's my thing though, because I've also been a girlfriend with guys who have had female friends who can dump their stuff. So my question is from a relationship standpoint, because we're talking about, you know, with men and women realizing that the children are involved and children need to need both sides, but men and women create these children. So we got to fix us first, right? Our relationships mm -hmm. first. So my question to y'all is how, and I guess it's a two-part, you know, how has your, have your emotions not showing your emotions impacted your relationships? And when do you feel, when are you secure or what type of woman does it, what does it take for you to get secure around enough around a woman to show those emotions? And I realized that I met y'all in middle school, but if we're going by the second grade thing, then I still met y'all after the world told y'all not to be emotional. And God, I've seen both of y'all. It's in book that Siobhan, you will take this. That's right. I mean, That's right. I'm saying. Right. 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 You look like I, you can carry this. Let's go. Right. Okay. I think the, the guy, the man who really opened the door, and I think Shatan and how even Shatan, you think you will agree with this yourself, kind of helped, at least for me, was Mr. Freeland. Mm -hmm. Strong black man, you could talk to him about anything, right? You know, if you want, and it was like, it was nothing that you couldn't express. And so, right. that, that kind of broke the barrier with me. It's like, hey, I can start talking about certain things. Um, that's actually on my chest. I don't have to hold hold on to that. Even, I don't pop. Like, mm -hmm. what, 
not talk to pop about like whatever right. the sun we can have up pop and while lift the weight so you know what how we handle these situations how do we you know how do we you know like i said whatever the situation may be so as far as actually in the relationship type of um and we say it's just not matter like how do you get to that comfortability it's just it's time and, it, and it's hard because you you know of course we don't want to bounce from one relationship to another right. but they have like those relationships where you share that and then they got thrown right back in the face and you're like i ain't doing that no more ain't no way i'm about to you know be that vulnerable with somebody mm-hmm. it's the point like it's like you no know, like i said you you let down your hair, you just relax, you start talking to the point it gets thrown back at you. And it's like, nah, I want to do that. So it's hard for some, some men to open up. Now, even in my situation right now, I've been in a relationship for two years with the woman I'm with right now. And I still don't feel like she knows everything about me. And I understand this is a, this is a process, but being that you know, track records don't show me, oh, Damn, anytime I, I, I open up an express list, it's this is why I get back. Why bother expressing that? So to the point right now, like she gets the you know, the crappy end of the stick, like, damn, you um you you can't open up. But it's just, it comes it's that it's still that fear. You know, whereas but then it's crazy because then Siobhan, I can call pick up the phone and I can just spill my guts and it's no problem. And you have. Uh, right. Because like mm-hmm. point and you go, hey, easy, yo, da da da. I'm like, where, 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 where let's just talk about it. It's just like it's, it's having that relationship and building that bond. And it doesn't come overnight. It doesn't happen in year one. It doesn't happen sometimes, it'll happen in year two. It takes some time or, to develop. Like, yo, I can really trust this person with my true feelings and my deep down emotion. And it's like, and knowing that it, it's safe, like knowing that I know in the midst of arguments, I can be thrown back in my face, knowing that, hey, I don't have to worry about them running off to their friends and, you know, them telling them whatever and being out and about and in and, and those type of environments and knowing that, you know, that's not going to get regurgitated from a friend or whatever trying to cut me down. Mm-hmm. And so, so to answer your question, it's like, it's, it, it's hard. It takes time. It definitely takes time. But like I say, it's just something that, you know, you do little bit by little, whether it's like the smallest, dumbest thing that you deal with, but, you know, you share that. And like, okay, I feel a little bit better about that. And then you just keep building on that. Like I said, still in my, my situation right now, I haven't even dove deep into my feelings yet. And it's like, it, it, I kind of feel bad for her because it's like, you're not getting the full extent of me. And it sucks because it's like, damn, my best friend gets the full extent of me, and she don't. And I live with this woman, and she don't even, she don't even get a fourth. And it's like, damn. Mm-hmm. So all in all, it's like, yeah, it take it takes time. Um, you have to build those relationships, but it's just like one. You know, we gotta take off that guard ourselves and just like, hey, you know, let me express, let me just be free to to share this. Like, whatever happens, happens. But like I said, sometimes. We hold on to those things and we really get it off our chest. So whether it comes back to us or not, like everybody's gonna have an opinion about how they feel about the situation we might be bringing to them. But like, in the sense, like who cares? Let me just at least share and let me start there, and then help. And if it doesn't get regurgitated back to me in a negative way, it's like all right, I can actually, you know, we grow. So you're actually able to share more. You're actually able to help other people because you have a woman in your life or a man in your life that actually listens 
and, and you know, not just, oh, I, no, you, you run in your mouth and they heard you. No, they listened. Like they can repeat back to what you, um, repeat back to what you just said and, and ask you the, the thought provoking questions to get you to open up even more. So, I mean, you have that. Yeah. Um, I will say to start off, it is time, affection, patience, love, and sometimes your life. That's what it takes to be able to go through all of the emotions in the, the whole spectrum. Now, when I say that, I say that with knowing that a lot of times what ends up happening is fear, right? Fear is what stops lots of things. Fear is what fear is what makes somebody that you feel like you trust go either behind your back or go tell their friend something that you that was supposed to just be for them, right? But what are they afraid of? They're afraid of something that they can't control or they're afraid of something that hasn't happened yet. So they're, they're, they're afraid of nothing, right, in essence. So I think the reason why, and I'm going to ask Siobhan if you can re-ask your question, right, but you're asking how do we get to the point of being able to share our feelings with our significant other? Is that your question? Or part one or part two of your question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I think that I think that it's letting that fear down, right? Because if I don't express myself, I'm afraid that if I express myself or if I show who I truly am or how vulnerable I am, because I don't care who you are. Every man loves to lay on a girl lap and get their hair rubbed. Okay, we love that you're going to rub our shoulders while we're watching the football game or rub our back while you're watching the football game. We like those things, right? But the fear is, is that because there are so many, and I don't want, I'm not blaming women, but because there are so many quote unquote hard women that Sometimes we're afraid that if we show that side, then they're going to say, oh, this, mm-hmm. this dude is a punk or he's um, one of the words that's on Cody's shirt, right? And a simp. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Um, Don't, and, don't worry. I have no idea what that means in real life. But. <laughs> Listen, I, I just hear the kids say it nowadays. All right. I don't understand. Anything. Yeah. But, I think yeah. it rhymes with wimp. So I figured it had to be some type of. Yeah, thing. it's got it right. <laughs> So it's a, I, I think that that's the fear. It's like, yo, like I can't let my guard down because as soon as I let my guard down, you treat me as if I'm less of a man. And that's a fear. Now, the other, the other aspect of it is, is that when I'm expressing myself or telling you what's going on, you're not listening. Right? Mm-hmm. A lot of times, just people in general, and this is my biggest thing, and this is what I tell people all the time. Even every conversation I'm in with people or, or argument, I'm I say this: 
Are you listening? Are you listening to respond? Because if you're listening to respond and you're just waiting for the points that you want to jump on instead of hearing the pain that I went through. I'll share another story. I got to, my grandfather has Alzheimer's and me and him, me and him got into an argument and I was trying to express to him why I was feeling the way I was feeling because he, he wanted to do one thing and I'm like, no, like you did this to me before granddad. Like you did X, Y, Z. Like it was now granted, it was about a car, right? He had a car that I wanted. I told him that I wanted it. And he then sold it to some random person. I was tight. Then it happened again when my grandmother died. He had a piano and he gave, and it was the piano was in the family forever. And then he ended up giving the piano to the church. I was tight. And I'm like, yo, like you doing this. And now he's really old. And it's at a point to where I'm like, yo, Grandad, let me buy your house. So you don't got to worry about what's going to happen to the house. And he's like, oh, I look, I sell my house wherever I want to. I'm not selling you my house. And I'm like, what are you talking about, bro? And so we went through it. And when I started trying to tell him that, he started talking about some more off the wall stuff. And I'm like, bro, like you're not listening to what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing. Now, as the same thing can go in a regular relationship with a significant other, because she, because a lot of times what we're doing is we're holding on to whatever we feel. And I try that whenever, whoever I'm having a conversation with, um, definitely with my significant other, I try to just listen without any bias whatsoever. Now, if you're attacking my character and you're trying to tell me how I feel, I'm not listening anymore because I'm going to tell you how I feel. And I'm telling you how I feel, but then you're going to tell me, no, that's not right. That's not how it was. That's not how you felt. You felt like this. How are you going to tell me how I felt? Right. Stop That's a pet peeve of mine. Don't, don't tell me how I feel. Yeah. Like, don't, like, don't tell me how I'm feeling because I'm telling you. Like, they, oh, you're mad. I'm not mad. Just listen to what I'm don't, like That makes me mad. <laughs> when you continue to tell me, oh, you mad. I'm not mad. You mad. I'm, I'm not mad. You mad. I'm not mad. But why are you raising your voice? You don't hear me. But see, a lot of that is, <laughs> but see, a lot of that is, a lot of that, I think, comes down to <laughs> you want me to be this to mm -hmm. justify whatever you're going to do. Mm -hmm. And I think that, too, what Shatan's talking about to his point is, you know, what I said a little earlier about women, we all do this, right? And we all need to fix this. And we all need to acknowledge it and change. And that's the same with any emotion. Acknowledge your emotion. And, and we're not saying not to acknowledge your emotion, but acknowledge your emotion and then do something else. Do something about it. Move forward. Don't try to sit in the victim. You sad? Cool. But you can't be sad forever. You're mad? Cool. But you can't be mad forever. Even if you're happy, you are not going to be happy forever. Mm -hmm. So I think when it comes to, and what Shatan is talking about, what I'm understanding from, and, and Cody, because both of them said, you know, same thing, is we have to listen to each other and for for women we need to listen and we can't and as i said again earlier we can't tell men oh you you having feelings what you weak that defeats the purpose but again i and and we and i realize why so a lot of women have become as hard as they are but if you're going to be in a relationship you have to let that down 
Same with men. I understand that because so many women are hard that a lot of men are like, I mean, well, you can do it by yourself, right? You don't need me to do that. You, you independent, you can do. If you're going to be with a woman, allow her to be soft. If she can't be soft around you, then that's a problem. If he can't be soft around you, then that's a problem. If she can't be strong around you without you feeling threatened, that's a problem. If he can't be strong without you feeling like he's dominating you and, and putting you in a subservient position, then that's a problem. We have to come together. We, we, we have to do better. And we have to acknowledge as a culture and a community. And, a, and, and when I say a culture, I'm talking American as a whole, that men do have feelings. So um, just a real quick, fellas. Uh, wrap this, you know. This was a great conversation, though. I think y'all, y'all, y'all came, y'all yeah. came to talk about these things. Listen, man, I'm ready to keep going. <laughs> right. okay. I'm like, I'm like, done. Like, listen, okay. you know, I, I, yeah, listen. We cannot be here. We cannot be here all day. We cannot be no, here all night. I, listen, I got some things to go off my chest. Okay, yeah. I be right. listen. That's my feeling. <laughs> we don't open the floodgates, Michelle. We don't ask them about their feelings. Now they like, we're gonna give you all our feelings. These are all. Yeah. You want feeling? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let us know real quick. Uh, just give us your final thoughts on on men and their feelings. Men and y'all feelings. Go ahead, little bro. Ain't put me on the spot. Um, so our overall thoughts is like I said, it's just one. You know, find first and foremost. I think you know if it's not a you know a woman or you know the opposite sex or same sex, whoever you I mean, whatever your choice is, be able to just express yourself, you know, regardless of, you know, of the kickback that you may get. Who cares? Just be able just to talk, you know, and then if it's not, then find a, find a counselor. Actually, I had a doctor's appointment earlier this week, on, actually on Monday, and it was like, maybe you want to talk to a therapist just to, you know, just to get it off. And I'm like, I don't necessarily need a therapist. I have Siobhan, Shatan, and my uncle. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> But, right, but by other people, this is for the outside opinion. People who don't know you, so be able just to talk and just express yourself, no matter what. Um, and you're not too manly, or you're not too feminine to express whatever is going on in your life. Just to share. But um, like my brother said, you know, um, make sure you're listening, not listening to respond, um, and and don't convince that person, and that's how they feel. No, I said I, I'm happy, then I'm happy. Don't try and tell me I'm something else. So um So that's um, your message to the to the men. And is that your message to the women? So I want y'all to give me your final thought, your message to the man, to the men folk, y'all y'all, your brethren, and your message to the women. So we know, you know, we know how to support y'all. Oh, and yeah. then when y'all have emotions. So women, just listen. Just listen. No, no Matt, don't like I said, don't yeah, listen no, respond or something. Sometimes the best thing you can do is just listen. Don't let you know, have a whole conversation where I'm just spilling my guts. Just hear me out. Don't even respond right after that. Maybe give it a day after, you know, to really process what I just said, you know, talk over with your best friend, make sure like, am I, you know, he said such and such or not even, maybe not with your best friend. So that might be a personal conversation, but really sit there and hone in and tune into what that man just said and to the fellas just go ahead like i said express yourself regardless i think that's part the best thing i've done since you know one really moving down to down to charlotte is i expressed i just talked and it's like wow look at all this you know all this healing i, I i've come like this has been so much more since i ran just being down here so all in all just you know like i said you talk about feelings and you express and 
don't even care whether you cry or you know you holler or whatever the case may be get that out because the last thing you need to do is let that build up and you, you know you are channel five news before you know you're locked up and that's how a lot of brothers end up getting hurt or, or commit suicide you're like who needs to do all that when all you had to do is just find somebody that you can relate to and just talk to Design your message to the fellas and the women. Ah, <laughs> uh, ladies, ladies, ladies. You know, do you, baby? Do you? Nah. Um, I think that for the ladies, it's like what my bro said. You know what I'm saying? Um, listen. Don't. It's not always about fixing something. Sometimes I don't, I don't need, just like when you come home and you just want me to listen to you talk about the same girl that did the same stuff the same time, like, oh, word, oh my God, I can't believe it. I told you she was crazy. Oh my God, babe, what you want from them? You know, we want the same thing. We want the ability to be able to express ourselves sometimes without having to worry about it coming back to bite us, right? Um, if you ask a question, don't ask a question you don't want to know the answer to. Yes. But if you're dealing with a real man that is truthful and honest, he is going to tell you the truth. And if you're not ready to handle that truth, you might not want to ask that question. Because it's, it's going to come out, right? So if you want to know how I'm feeling about whatever, and that goes for men too, don't you can't get mad at your female, your significant other, if you're asking a question and you got the answer and it wasn't the answer that you was looking for. You know what I'm saying? Cause we could take this to a whole nother level. That's, but that's a, that's a after, after dark special, okay? But don't ask a question you don't want to know the answer to because you can't take it back, right? And understand that words have meaning and consequences and understand that the things that you say count and matter. So choose your words wisely. Um, and when you're in for the fellas, Express yourself. Let 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 people know what you like and what you don't like, and what you're accepting, what you won't accept. If when you're in the beginning of a relationship, those things need to be talked about ASAP, right from the jump. Don't wait until two, three, four, five, six months down the road, a year, whatever, to try to have those conversations because that's when you realize like oh, I, I don't even like this person because I can't even be myself. I, you, you have to be able to be yourself, but we all have to give each other time and grace to be able to do that. And once you do that, give yourself grace. Men, give yourself grace. Give yourself the ability to say that hurt. Mm -hmm. I, that made me upset. And this is why it made me upset. Don't speak in anger. That's the biggest thing. If you're mad, Take some time, you know, and take some time to fall back. Kanye West said it the best, you know what I'm saying? Don't fix your lips like collagen to say some things that you're going to be apologizing for later on. Take your time, fall back. Say, you know what, can we come back and have this conversation later so I can have time to really understand my own feelings. Mm. And then I can express to you in a 
more cohesive, more cohesive way how I feel other than using four letter words. Some of those words got more for the letters that I've been using, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right, I have a good vocabulary. I'm colorful. Look, the, the colorful imagery is a whole thing, especially when yeah. I'm at, but I'm not going to go there. Um, ladies and gentlemen, to sum it all up, what these men are trying to really say in reference to men, one, they have feelings. Two, their feelings are valid. Three, listen, create the space, create a safe space for them to be vulnerable with you. If you want a successful relationship, and I say relationship meaning friendship, um, it's, you know, man, woman, an intimate relationship, romantic, yeah, that's the word, relationship, mm -hmm. whatever it is, um, even in a work environment, you sometimes you need to create that space for vulnerability for someone to say, hey, this hurts, I didn't like this, I felt this type of and in the same time that they are expressing this, um, to give grace. To give grace and have understanding that we are all human and that we are all processing these emotions and this life together. So allow grace and create space. Look at Michelle listening. Right. <laughs> Thank you all. We're going to have to say cheers, cheers to that. And so now that our glasses are empty, um, Siobhan, you want to go first on the rating for the Chardonnay from House of Brown? Yeah, I, 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 I'm like a Chardonnay this month because I had a Chardonnay last week and this wasn't actually that bad. Um, it was cleaner to the nose than the one. The other one I had was a little more nutty when I smelled it. This one definitely had more. And I think it's the verbena because verbena has that smell because I have lotion. That's a verbena. You know, when you go travel to certain hotels, that's who they got. I like Yeah, that. I, I, you just throw them in the bag. I think it's the Hiltons that do that. Good job. Um, but I, I did like this. I did like the smell of it. Um, the taste to me, I think it's a, it was a little heavier than the one I had last week. Um, and I'm not trying to compare, but it's just Chardonnay, so I just had one. Um, I didn't like it as much. So it's, I'm not sure, like to me, it was okay. Like it's, it's a solid Chardonnay, but it wasn't anything that was like great or wonderful to me. Um, I think this, one, this one was more of a consistent because last okay. week I said it was a semi-sweet and then it kind of got dry at the end. This uh -huh. one is across the board or off dry at the end. This one to me is is again an off dry. It's not uh -huh. the, the bone dry that I've had. Good Lord. That right. um, <laughs> so it's a good subtle. If you're a person like me who actually prefers more of the semi-sweets, this, this, this is a good intro to Chardonnay. But I don't know if you're like a Chardonnay drinker, this is probably not for you. I enjoyed I, it. Right. That's why I can't wait to hear what you got to say. I enjoyed <laughs> it, but it wasn't the best thing that I've ever had. It was, it was, it was good. 
I, you know, but eh, I, I would have to give it a three. Um, and that's on the lower end of the three to me. Okay. Okay. No, hey, honest. Yes. You, 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 not the show. I am a Chardonnay person. I, Chardonnay is my, my mommy drink. Chardonnay is my stress. I've had a long day. I need a nice stiff glass of Chardonnay. For scotch, most, you know, sophisticated men in scotch, for me, it's a Chardonnay. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's where I'm at. And this to me actually was good. I appreciated this. It is clean. It is um, a medium body. Um, it's not the stiffest of the Chardonnays that I've had. I've had some really good, like, strong Chardonnays. Um, I can't think of the brand off the top of my head right now. Um, but this here to me is nice. I enjoyed this. I am going to give this a four. And because it's very clean, you do get the oak, but it's very subtle. It's very, very subtle. Um, you get a nice little buzz off of the one glass and the proper four four ounces. So that's always a plus. Um, but yeah, this thing is, this thing is a thirteen percent alcohol by volume. If I appreciated it, after drinking juice last month. I needed I needed this to make sure I was still an adult, okay? That's that's what this this was reassurance. Yeah, you grown. So <laughs> I'm good. You know, that this was oh yeah, my body like, oh, we drinking real one. Like this, this not this not Kool-Aid. Gotcha. You feel it. I feel it a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Um I like I said, I enjoy I love. Love, love, love. The bottle's awesome. The bottle is the bottle. gorgeous. It says everything that it needs to say. The face of the many hues and shades of us is giving. Um, and that goes into the rating as well. But honestly, this was a very nice uh, medium body, um, clean. It wasn't crisp, but it was clean. No. Um, I definitely recommend having this uh, chilled, colder than not, um, in my personal opinion. And that's just for this wine. There are a lot of Chardonnays you can have that are have a nice chill on it, maybe even room temperature. This one, you would, I definitely, um, as my glass set longer, uh, it tasted better to me, colder. Um, but I enjoyed it. I really like it. And Siobhan, your bottle will probably be the bottle that we drink at the wine now because this won't make it. Oh, this will make it. It's good, but it's not good enough for me to keep going back to. I've actually been trying not to go back to the longevity. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. So, that one I'm no, like, oh, I probably should. Well, I would be good if you didn't have it too. But considering we have the same thing, we don't need two bottles. So I'm just saying, you know, because, yeah. And fellas, let us know what you drinking on. How was that, Coach? Your, your white henny? How was the white henny? Um, it was really litty. Um, you know, <laughs> you know, it got the job done. I'm feeling really, uh, you know, I call it uh, very nice right now. You know, mm -hmm. um, I might pour up a little bit more before I go ahead and hit this. Hit Me the too. Me you too. Know, you know, um, a really good smell to it you know um it's very light it's not like the you know, the normal honey that we buy off you know, from the 
corner stores and whatnot. Um, that's great. Uh, I'm definitely gonna give it a five out of five. You know, um, yeah, can't go wrong with my Henny. I hope so. As expensive as that thing is, <laughs> you know, about that bottles. You know what I'm talking about, <laughs> bro? How was the protein shake? I mean, listen, it was. It's very good. It's so a lot of protein shakes. They give you that gritty aftertaste when you when you drink it. Um, this doesn't have that. Um, it doesn't have an aftertaste at all. It really, you really can taste the flavor that they're saying that it is, which is peanut butter cup. Okay. Um, you can really taste that. I I am happy for that because you know I'm always looking for. I've had a a vanilla one before where it just was it was horrible it had a really harsh taste at the end but this by ambrosia by mike rashid is i stand behind it 110 I, I give it a five out of five for sure so what uh, did you mix it with did you mix it with water milk uh, milk almond milk so so i mixed it with water this time um i do mix it with um some type of plant-based milk. I do not do soy milk as often. I usually do either do an almond milk or maybe um, a plant-based pea, uh, pea plant, pea protein type of milk, um, mm -hmm. almond cashew, something like that. Um, and then you can get a little thicker consistency. If you like it thick, then, you know, you add a little less. If you like a little loose, you know, then, you know, you add a little bit more, you know, and uh, it works out perfectly fine. Uh, I've seen great results from it. You know, the soreness that I usually have after workouts, it's usually not there. So I said five out of five, hands down. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, mix a little Henny in that, you'd probably be Oh amazing. God. I knew what this was gonna be, Lord. Uh, <laughs> uh -huh. Oh, well. <laughs> Brings us to another, this to the conclusion of another wonderful episode of a little something to write about with our special guest, Ariane, Yay, Cody, whatever else is up. <laughs> uh, next time I'm on the show, I'm gonna have a whole list of names, and then you know, AKA Little Bro in this show, man, got the big bro. Mm-hmm. You ever seen Share this your boy, you know, it's your time, you know, say so you can find me at a, a Reddit R music group if you're looking for me on Instagram, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, soon there'll be a Shatan underscore Clark. You can find me there too. You feel me? That's my other stuff. So, uh, boy, money, baby. You know, as 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 Chevy would say, you know, saying Mister Get Ish Popping. You feel me? Because sometimes you just gotta get it popping. You know what I mean? With or without drinks. You feel me? I'm, I'm good. And, and on that note, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> please subscribe, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. Help us get to 500 subscribers by May. That's our goal. Um, like, share, comment. Let us know. What? Uh, let us know in the comments below on YouTube or Instagram. Emotional support for men. What What are some things that you do to emotionally support the men in your life? Men meaning boys cousins, uncles, 
baddies, boyfriends, you know, all, all of all that. It. All, all of that. Let all us know it. in the comments below. We love to have a conversation with you. <laughs> and as always, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with a little wine or a little white henny or a little protein shake. There's just nothing wrong with it, guys. I love it. <laughs> Drink it up. <laughs>